22 on a Wednesday night. So, um, live life to your fullest. And what do you mean, live life to your fullest? In other words, have a full life. You shouldn't care what other people think. I learned a long time ago not to let that bother me. When people um, compare themselves to others, I've seen it so many times. And, I'm, and I'm, I'll talk about it briefly, about exactly what happened in high school with me and other girls. You know, the, all the stuck-up snobs that come from wealth. Because they can and they will say, look at me, I have money. Look at me, I have a designer bag. You know, I didn't care. I didn't care. Why should I? See, when people put their wealth in front of other people who don't have it, that's being very, number one, greedy, selfish, stuck up, conceited. You can have wealth and not show that you're wealthy. In other words, you can be an ordinary person, don't have to dress up in any specific way, and nobody will know that you're, quote, have money. Because I think people who are rich, I'm talking about rich, all they do that, they, 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 they flaunt their wealth in, in front of you. I don't like that. Why do people do that? Why? Because then you think to yourself, now wait a minute. And I, I gave this scenario. Two customers walk into a fancy high-end store. Let's, let's say um, Saks Fifth Avenue, which is a very ritzy store. And everything's so expensive there, you know? So you can walk in dressed comfortably. Nobody knows if you have money or not. But if you see someone who has, quote, looks the part, which is their wealth, they have the chains, and, they, and they, they're finely dressed, and they have the designer bags, and this and that. So a salesperson comes up to both of them, looks down on the one who is not, quote, dressed like a rich person, looks down on them, which I think is very, very rude. You don't know if I have money or not. Just because I look the way I do, what makes you think that I'm, quote, poor? See, I don't want to bash the rich, okay? Everybody comes into wealth at different times in their lives. But the thing that bothers me about wealthy people, they overdo it. They are the ones that come out and show you. Look at me, I have a fancy Jaguar. Look at me, I live in a big mansion with all these butlers and maids. Look at me, I have the jewels and the first. Do you think I really care? Be honest, do you really think I care? Do you think that all of that impresses me? And now people say, you don't want to be wealthy? Well, there now there's two kinds of wealth. If you're born into it, no. But if you had to climb your way up the ladder to get that wealth, yes. But the difference between me and other wealthy people is that I would give to the poor. I would give to the people who don't have anything. I want to give and help out in that sense. When you're wealthy and you have all this money, some people just don't want to share. Why should I have to? Why not? That's what makes you a true human being. You know, I went to school with girls that were stuck up. They looked down at you like, oh, look at me. Like, I really care. That's why I didn't like anybody in my, in my classroom. I didn't like anybody in high school. Anybody. I mean, I had maybe 
a few, few little friends that were normal like me that did not have, quote, all of this wealth. But all the girls that I went to school with, they stuck their noses up in the air. And, oh, I have the fancy car the mommy and daddy got me. Oh, I have the designer bag. And it's like, ask me if I really give up. I'm not going to say. Ask me if I care. I don't. And the difference between me and them is like, my father worked hard to give us a good life. And he did. We had not, like the perfection that people have in their, quote, home lives, but he did the better, the best that he could. He did the best that he could with very little. And of course, again, I never, ever, as I can remember as my, as when I was a little girl, never asked my father for anything. I just didn't feel it was my place to do that. Because I understood what it was like. You know, when you're working two jobs and you're trying to make ends meet, but you want to provide for your family, what was the point of me asking him, Daddy, can you buy me this? Because there are kids that do that to their parents, and then they figure, well, you know, if my parents' friends, uh, my friend's parents get them this stuff, why can't you? So when you try to explain to your children why, they should be able to understand. If you grew up poor, like I said, my mother and father grew up poor. So they had very little, and what little they have, they held on to it. They didn't ask, they didn't ask their own families, hey, can I have this and that? Because they grew up in the Great Depression, and in the Great Depression, you had to really keep things tight. You couldn't just like give stuff away. They had to help out when they needed to. They didn't have an education of any kind. They didn't go to school. And I always wondered about that. Well, I said to my mom and dad, did you ever want to go back and get, get a degree or, or a diploma? But they didn't have to because they were smart. They were my teachers growing up. I had more of a teaching experience from my parents than I did from an actual teacher in school. As the teachers in school, sometimes I think, I'm not really learning this. You know, the grades and this and that. Okay, so I already touched on that subject yesterday. I really didn't care for it. But the kids in school, boy, they really let you have it. Look at me yeah, and this and this. Yeah, you're a snob in my book. You're a snob. You look down at people who are not the same as you. And why is that? Are you going to do that through the rest of your life? Because I could tell you right now, I do not want to be your friend if you do that. The way you treat people, the way you talk about them behind your back, the way you talk down to them, who does that? Did your parents teach you to do that? Because if you think about it, you grow up in a rich family. That's what they are like. Don't talk with these people. Don't associate with these people. You're stereotyping. That's what basically you're doing. You're teaching your kids what you've been taught by your own parents. So it's going down the cycle here. Right? Well, where I, how I grew up was different. How I grew up was to respect other people. To help out when you can. To give back. Because it makes you feel like a human being. Not to, I'm not going to talk to this person because they're not of the same status as me. Who cares? When you start labeling people, I'm middle class, I am rich, I am poor. Don't do that. Don't label people by classes. You just don't know a person's background. You don't know their situation. So if I walk into a fancy store, but I'm, quote, not made to look like I have money, you're going to refuse to help me? That's discrimination. I've come across it. I remember one time, it was a long time ago. I don't know if I was with my, by myself or was with a friend. We went into Nordstrom. Now, Nordstrom is very elite upscale. You can't afford anything unless you have money. But as soon as you walk in, they give you that look. The salespeople give you the look. 
It's like, what are you doing here? You don't belong here. Oh, I just happen to be passing by and I'm browsing. Is that okay with you? Do you do that? Do you question people before they come into the store? Because that's very, very rude. Where's your manager? Can I talk to them? Seriously, what's up with that? Stop rolling your eyes at me. I don't like when people do that because that tells me that you're no better than me. I am comfortable in my own skin. I'm comfortable in my own skin. I don't need people to say, hey, look, I have money. When you display to people you have money, yeah, and so what? Because you have a lot of more money, you have, you're better than me? Hell no. You're not better than me by any means. You don't know how to treat people. People are important in this lifetime. People are important. The people who don't have anything. If you see a family struggling, trying to put food on the table, give their kids a good quality education, decent clothes, then you think to yourself, I don't have that issue because I was born into wealth and I have a full wardrobe and I have all the money they can buy and this and that. But those people that are struggling to put that, struggling to, to, put, to take care of their kids, you, you have to wonder about that. Doesn't that bother you a bit? It bothers me. I don't like to see a family that's poor that can't afford the basic necessities of life, the things that we need in our lifetime to survive. And you say to yourself, well, money is important. Yes, it is very important, but it also, depending on what you do with that money, again, you can have a comfortable cushion of money for you and your, and your significant other and your family and your kids and everything. Whatever's left behind, and I always said this, whatever is left, you can take that money and use it for like you can build a school with it or you can give good medical care to people who are sick or you can uh, buy the things that they don't have like children I see children and it bothers me the children that are poor let's compare children here in America to children overseas what do they have in common not a lot because the children here are spoiled they have everything the latest electronics, they have all the toys that money could buy, they have everything, the clothes and this and that. But when you go across the globe, do you see any of those kids have those things? Their parents are trying to put or give their children a better life than what they had. And sometimes that's hard to do because you have to have more than one job, you have to have, you know, the finer things in life. But in order for them to do that, they have to struggle to get to the top. So when I look at all these people on YouTube, you know, all the people who, you know, the ones that you invest your time in, how do you build wealth? Well, you start from the bottom and you work your way up. And if you make mistakes along the way, that's a part of learning. And if you struggle, that's okay. Because you're not going to get rich overnight with these get rich schemes that I, to me, I don't think... I've ever heard of somebody say, yeah, I got rich by, by having investing into a get-rich-quick scheme. There is no such thing. Hard work, determination, struggle. I would rather be, quote, humble than be a stuck-up snob who doesn't care about anybody but themselves. And that's what you see with wealth. Material things are horrible in this day and age. Everybody goes, especially around the holidays, the latest electronics. Everybody's waiting outside from midnight all the way until whenever when the store opens, going inside and grabbing all this stuff. I couldn't care less. I'm happy with what, I, what little I have, what little I have. And what I don't want, I can freely give because again, 
I don't want it. I'm not going to hold on to something I don't want. Okay? Am I going to miss it? No. I've told this to people because a lot of people say, oh, you're just saying that. I am not saying that. I'm trying to get rid of this curio cabinet. I'm trying to get rid of that keyboard. I don't even use it. So why have something if you're not going to use it? You can make a little money. And then what's his name was saying? Gary V. If you follow him. He's on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter. He's on all of the social media platforms. And I've listened to him on YouTube, subscribed to him. I've also followed him on, on LinkedIn. He makes sense. Why should you care what other people think? I posted on Instagram. The first time I posted on Instagram, the video was too long, but people saw it. My friend kind of promoted me on there, even though it was too long. Then I did another video that Monday. I did another video, a short version of the video. I don't know if anybody saw it because yes, now, Famous people are following me. I don't even know if they're really the famous, but Elon Musk was one of them. But I actually liked what he said about how you really don't need to send your kids to school to learn when you can teach them life. Life is like, again, a big classroom. Think about it. I think about it because of everything that I had to do in my early 20s, from up in my early 20s from up until now, how I struggled with everything in between. How did I get myself out of these situations? What did I do? Now, a lot of people say, well, you almost did. Yeah, I almost tried to hurt myself. I didn't. I stopped myself because I said, that's not the solution. For every problem, there is a solution. Now think of it that way. Every problem has a solution. But you're not going to have it overnight. It's not going to happen quick. You're not going to solve this problem and then be done with it. It takes a lot of planning. You know, you can't rush into these types of things. Now, going back to the wealth, going back to how people acquire things in their lifetime. I've seen people go to gar uh, yard sales, garage sales, uh, all these other places where people sell stuff. Most of the stuff, and if you pass by it, is garbage. But sometimes you can make a small profit if you buy this for this, and then you turn around and sell it, go onto eBay or whatever, and you can make a little money along the way. You know, he was right about Facebook Marketplace. But, I, but the problem with Facebook Marketplace is how realistic are we going to sell this, 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 this stuff? I went on another website. I haven't heard anything back. So I'm thinking it's going to take a long time to get rid of the curio cabinet. I can just as easily throw it into the street. Maybe somebody will pick it up. You'd be surprised. But this thing is so big, it has to come apart. I can't do it myself. It's out of style. I've never seen them anymore. I know a lot of people who are the older, older generation will love a curio cabinet. I'm selling it for $300. And then the keyboard, I dropped the price to $250 because realistically, I was trying to get more, but then I got into this little, little uh, messaging back and forth with this idiot that lived across the river. And he goes, you know, you're asking too much for that. I said, yeah, but I figured, you know, maybe a musician will want it because it, you know, I could sell it in the music store. But the problem is you have to take it apart. Now, if someone really wants it, they can come over, they can get it, give me my money, cash only, because I'm not going to take checks or anything like that. I don't trust anybody. Take it out of my hands. Do what you want with it. That's all I'm going to say right now on that. But see, these are the things I'm trying to sell. Now, the other things I have in boxes, those things I am going to give away. I just don't know how I'm going to get those things to another part of the world. I'm trying to figure that out. There are many ways that you can do it, but how do you do it? That's the key. How do you do that? How do you take what you have upstairs and try to sell it? 
not sell it, give it away. In other words, I could be uh, the angel of giving and just, hey, look, I have this for you, want this. I just randomly give stuff to people because I want them to be happy. I want them to have a smile on their face. I want them to have joy. I want them to have everything and anything. In your lifetime, you're going to acquire things. When you get married and you, and you have a husband and you have a family, yes, you're going to acquire things. But again, it doesn't really matter to me if we have more of everything. I mean, to be honest with you, even living the way I am living now is comfortable. But there are a lot of things I want on hold. There's stuff in the garage that I don't want, stuff in the cellar. You know, there's things that I just don't want. And once I get rid of them, then they'll be fine. Then I'll be able to say, hey, look, now this house is going to be empty for a while until it's finally ready to sell. And I really don't want to be responsible for any of this stuff. Once, once I'm married, that's it. You guys can do whatever you want with all this stuff. I couldn't care less. I don't want to take baggage with me, okay? The only thing I would take with me is my clothes, my shoes, one little bag, the electronics, that's it. Everything else, get rid of it. Give it to Goodwill or Salvation Army, whoever. Because right now, it's just sitting in boxes upstairs, and I'm just trying to figure out, well, how am I going to get them? Now, I can easily give them away and then have them be sent to the people, but I'd rather give them those things myself. I like to see the joy and expression on someone's face when they receive a gift from me, because it gives me such good pleasure. Now, if you're wealthy, and you think, oh, yeah, the wealthy can do anything because they have all this money. Again, money's good, but it's not. Why do I say it's not good? Sometimes when people get into an argument, it's always over money. Who controls the money? Who does this with the money? Who does that? Now, if you're married, you have a joint account. You share it with your husband. You control both of it. But if you, and then when you have a family, you want to provide for them too. And that's fine too. But then you think, well, I have some leftover money. I want to do good with it. Let's go build a college or a school. Let's, let's do something for the children. Let's, let's help the poor. Let's help the sick. Because again, that makes you feel good. And if you tell me that doesn't make you feel good, well, then I'm sorry. I'm talking to the wrong person. That's why when I went, to, growing up when I went to high school, I just could not take those, those young girls that thought, I'm better than you because I have all this. Do you really think I care? Then they would roll their eyes. Yeah, keep rolling your eyes at me one more time and see what happens. Then I had the unfortunate incident many years ago with this woman who, for some reason, she got into my thing. I See, I avoid confrontation. I don't want to fight. I think that fighting is ridiculous, you know. If you have something to say, say it to me in a civilized manner, but don't go put your, put your hand in my face one more time and see what happens. Do it. Because I don't like that. That's why I don't tolerate some women. I think some women are overzealous because, oh, yeah, look at me. I have this, this, and this, and this. But then when they see you with someone and they want that someone, it's like, sorry, hands off. Can't have them. That's how I feel. When you really love someone, you stick up for them. When you really, truly love someone, you do anything for them. You sacrifice. You sacrifice your life. You do whatever it takes to make that person happy and vice versa. That's how it is. The same thing when I was watching these movies earlier where these women cheat on their husbands because, hey, I can and I have all the means and the money. Well, you want to know what I think? I don't like women who are gold diggers. I've come across and I've read this story about this one woman who was fascinated with this man and she pretended to like him and then love him. But when she found out what he was worth, that's the only reason why she went after him. But he figured it out. He goes, you know what? Let's sign a prenup. 
She's like, what? Yeah, you heard me. All this time I thought, oh, you loved me and this and that, and we were going to be happy together. But the only thing you were concerned about is what I had on me, money. See, women are drawn to money. Me, on the other hand, I'm the opposite. I like money, but I don't want to have too much of it. I think whatever you have that's too much of it, you could, you could take some of that money and put it for good use. Then that makes you a person that people will respect, that people will say, hey, I want to turn to her because she's helped us out in the past. Let's go to her. She's our angel. That's right. I'm your angel. Because I don't believe in saying, hey, look, I have all this money, but you know what? I'm not going to share with anyone. I'm just going to keep it all to myself. But with women, women go after men who, quote, have all of this money and more. They don't love the man. And that's just a shame. I think love is much more important than anything else. Anything material or anything that's, you know, green attached, like cash is green. Love is more important. You can have both. But again, love should be the number one thing that you're looking for when you're looking for a man. Not what he has, because I remember going on a blind date. That's what the first man said. Hey, look at me. I live in a penthouse, and look at me. I drive a whatever he drove. And I'm like, yeah, and what's your point? Well, I thought you'd be, you thought I'd be one of those women that likes that? No, I am not a gold digger. I'm sorry. If I gave you that impression, I apologize. I am not a gold digger. I don't care where you come from. I don't care what you have. And I certainly don't care that you're, quote, rich. It doesn't impress me. Then he was one of those people that went out to dinner on a blind date. He took out the, the wallet with all of this money and tried to impress me with it. And I'm like, and you think that really makes me want to get to know you? Hell no. All you care about is what you have on you. Do you really think I care? Honestly, do you really think I care? The answer to that is a big N-O. I do not look at a person with the size of their wallet. If I did that, that makes me, quote, a gold digger. That's why when I look at women, I say, but you really don't love him, so you're really playing him. You're just, you're just wanting to get into, to be into his life and be, quote, the woman, what, the, the, the wealthy woman. That's really despicable. My mother and me had a thing about that because we agreed on it. I said, why do women do that? Oh, because that's what they're attracted to. I said, I don't want a man who's that rich. You can have money and still be comfortable, but don't show off that you have it. In other words, walk in dressed normally. Nobody would know you have money, but they would question you. Because again, when you go to these high-end stores, they only cater to, oh, the most exclusive, stuck-up, snobbish people that you could ever meet. And I've actually gone to a Nordstrom, and I've gotten the look. Like, what are you doing here? Sorry, I thought I would come in here and browse, but if you're going to give me that attitude, maybe I should let people know before they come in here. Maybe I'll stand outside and say, don't come in here. You're going to get stared at and looked down because you don't have, quote, the money and you don't look the part. If I had to do an experiment an actual experiment and put it on YouTube. Let's see how many people react. Would you treat, would you, would you service someone who does not have all this money? Who's, but, but then you wouldn't know if I had money. You wouldn't know just by looking at me. Could you tell? That's what I'm talking about. Stop judging people because of that, because that is the wrong thing to do. When you start making judgments like that, well, let's take a look at yourself. Where do you come from? Do you have any money? Do you have anything that, you know, I should be concerned about? And that's why I say, in this day and age, love is important. 
Because yes, you can have all this wealth in the world and you can have all this happiness, but the one thing that drives people is love. Love, love, love. Love is really, 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 really important in this day and age. Love. Not many people have it. And the people who have it keep holding on to it. My mother and father were a perfect example of, yes, you know, my father and my mother, they weren't rich. They also grew up, they had, they were similar in how they grew up. And they complimented each other. But my father gave her the best life. He gave all of us a better life than what he had growing up. And that's all you can do. I said, great, but I never ever, and I'll tell you, I'll give you another example too. When I found out what my father did for me, after he passed, I found out that he had, he had actually uh, saved money for me to buy my new car, and I actually got $10,000 from him that he left for me to buy my first car. I was shocked. I never, ever expected that. Never. I, I thought to myself, you know, when the time, we all, had, we all had driven the family car. When I had gotten it, it had problems. And I think he knew, he said, yeah, I was shopping around at the time, even when he was alive, two months, two or three months before he passed, shopping around for my first car. And I figured, well, how am I gonna do this? Am I gonna finance, am I gonna lease it? Or am I just gonna get a job and just pay for it myself? And then when he passed, he did leave me $10,000. That's how generous my father was, because he knew I'm gonna need a car. This car that you have, the family car, it's not gonna last, it's gonna break down. I don't want my daughter stranded somewhere. He thought of us that way. That's how my father was. He thought of us in that way. And I, I loved him for that. I really, truly, 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 truly loved him for that. I really, really loved him. That I didn't think. I said, well, I don't want to ask my father for a vehicle because, you know, I never asked my father for anything. That's why I said, I was kind of like the, the good girl, which I didn't bother like the way kids do nowadays. A lot of kids bother their parents for the stupidest things. And I, I was one of those kids that, you know, if you can get it, you can get it. If you can't, you can't. Most of the times, my father would just get us stuff without even asking. I mean, that's how he was. And the relationship that I had with him was so close that when he passed away, that's when my life just started taking a turn for the worse. That's why I say when you experience life, when you, when you see a person who struggled to put food on the table, to give you a better life than what they had, you commend that person. I look at him, I'm thinking, he was the most wonderful father in the world. I was so happy to have him as a father. And I learned a lot from him, even though he didn't have an education. Him and my mother did not have an education whatsoever. That's why I said, when you look at it, it's just, I don't know. I just, I just don't like the idea of somebody doing that, showing off their wealth, because it's rude. Is it? it is. It's very, 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 very rude. You show somebody, you show somebody that you're that wealthy, and then you look at a person who doesn't have much of anything, and 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 it's like. That's why I said to myself, it's really important for people to really, really understand where we're coming from in this day and age. When it comes to love, love is just, I think, more important than anything in this world. Love. The love that you have for someone is beautiful. It's a beautiful feeling. 
You think about that person 24-7. They think about you. You make each other happy. You put a smile on their faces. That's what's important to me. Not the fact that, yes, I may have, quote, this amount of money. But let's be honest here. Does that really make you happy? All the wealth in the world does not make a person happy until you figure out what their situation is. Because everybody's situation is different. Everybody's situation, everybody has a story to tell. Everybody has, you know, something that we don't know about them. And then when you find out what, the, what it is, you're shocked. You're like, oh my God, I didn't know. Well, now you know. Because not everybody who has wealth is extremely happy. They might be having issues in their family or whatever in their personal life. Just because you see somebody always happy on the screen does not mean that that's what their life is all about. And even now, they sometimes come out with, oh, I wrote this biography and this is how truly my life is before the wealth, before the fame, before anything else. They were normal people. So let's not put the people that are up there in the spotlight as just being, quote, different from everybody. We are people that do jobs, that bring food and, 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 and educate our children and, and provide for them as best we know how. So anyway, I just wanted to let that out because I was thinking of all the stuck up kids that I used to go to school with. That's why I hated high school. Everybody was trying to show, and the majority of them, I would say about 85% of them were wealthy. And how, how do I know? Well, they would show their vehicles off as they pulled into the school parking lot. Look at me, I have a BMW. Look at me, I was like, do I really care? I didn't, I went to school by bus. I never drove into school, I took the bus. You know, because at the time, everybody in our family had their own vehicles. And for me to get my own vehicle, then I would have to share with my father and he worked. So I couldn't take his vehicle, even if I wanted to. And I was like, I'll just take the bus. I don't need to pull up into the fancy vehicle and show off what I have or don't have. I'm just me and different in that sense. So anyway, material things aren't important in life. Um, and the things that you have, you should be grateful for. All the things you have should be grateful for, you know. Because again, you're lucky enough to have a roof over your head and some food and clothes and this and that. Then that's, that's, that's important too. So anyway, I'm gonna let you guys go. I am going to... I'm gonna let you guys go and I'm gonna say a blessing to all those people out there who, again, I feel for because, you know, it is a struggle in this day and age trying to compete with people who have money. You shouldn't have to though. When you get your just rewards is when you struggle and you make mistakes and you slowly come up to that. You know, that shows that you're a true caring human being. So anyway, um, let me give you the Lord's Prayer those people that really need it they really need somebody to really understand them so uh let me say let's oh okay let me say the lord's prayer our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name the kingdom come that will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and give us our trespass we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil god bless all of you stay safe take care